2: cursed 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 by the god Yahweh you will die cursed cursed you will surely die cursed by Yahweh cursed 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 grieble 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 Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, my name's Beef, I hope you're doing alright, thanks for tuning in, uh, wherever you're listening, you're very welcome, it's good to have you. Um, <laughs> keep that, that's a really shit one, but you can keep it, I want you to keep that,
1: it's very fitting. <sighs> and uh,
2: as ever, I've got two, two of my best friends with me, and they're going to uh, co-host with me this evening, so say hello Bobby. Hello, Eight. And say hello, Mr. Tissy. Hello, Tissy. <laughs> How are you boys saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we've just been chatting for half an hour. But <laughs> yeah,
3: good. Yeah.
1: Um, I've just handed in my big final English essay at university. Um, so that was exciting and tiring. And I might be buying a house, which is exciting and tiring. So yeah. I'm exhausted.
2: Lots of exhausting things going on all at the same time then. Yes, but I am going on holiday next week, Beefy. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah.
2: Sorry, let me do that again. Oh, yeah? Where are you going?
1: I'm going to Montenegro.
2: Oh, very nice.
1: Mm, I, I'm i in need of a holiday. I purposefully booked it so that it would be one week after I handed in my final English essay so I could just, like, go and chill out somewhere nice.
2: Nice. How long are you going for? Uh,
1: Just over a week, like eight, nine days, something like that. Yeah. Nice. But we're just staying in some small town, so it's not like an adventure holiday, none of that. We're just going to get in, stay in this little town right in this bay, and maybe go out on a boat or something, yeah, just chill out for a week.
2: Lovely. Yeah. We're going away next week as well, but it's nowhere near as glamorous as that. Pontins. Because
1: um, that's where Tis just got back from.
2: No, it's not Pontins. Oh, did Whereabouts? What Pontins did you go to? Um, South Port. What? What Pontis did you go to? Southport Pontis.
1: Pontis. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know why? I went, don't you, Beef? Was that Bang Face? Yeah. Bang yeah. Face. Was it?
1: Was it as good as last year, Tis? Because the listeners got to hear all about it last year.
3: Yeah, it was... Uh, it's hard to compare. Did you go to the tractor museum? I did. No, it's the lawnmower museum.
1: Oh, the no, last... <laughs> much
3: more uh, exciting I didn't go to the lawnmower museum
2: I didn't well you've been once you don't need to go again no, I didn't go the first time, time. No, you didn't
1: bother going you? Oh, he just yeah. said it sounded. Good. It wasn't my
3: obsession it was Tim's obsession to be honest <laughs> and he still never went Gosh. he still never went and this year he was looking after Dion so he couldn't go Sheila his partner went and uh, had a great time
2: is that a, a baby human
3: Tim and Sheila's babby wow yeah, okay.
2: He's a he's a daddy
3: now, so he can't be at Bangface this wow. year. But I think it'll probably be his turn next year. So maybe, who knows? Update on the Lawnmower Museum next year. Yes,
2: please. And once you're a daddy, you're a daddy forever.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Um. So where are you going, Beefy? That isn't as glamorous as Montenegro
2: or Bangface. We're just going camping, uh, to a place that I don't. Actually, I've, this is the most unprepared <laughs> I've ever been for a holiday. I don't know where it is. I'm going somewhere. Um, our friends have organised it for us. It'll be good. Oh, so you're tagging along. I think along. it's like... Yeah, I think it's the Cotswolds. You think? It's out that way, I think. No, it should be good. It should be good. Uh, be good fun. Uh, Dan and M. Smith are going. Oh, yeah. Um, from uh, Listeners might remember Dan and M. from Halloween Campfire Special... F- Four years or five He's, years ago, he went to. They came to two of them, and Dan
1: also did a uh, discussion episode of us. About, That's right. F- was it the
2: fear one? It, it, it must was have the been fear what six years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Definitely good one. At least six. Good episode. I think. It was a good episode. So if you've not um, heard that, go back and listen to fear. Uh, yeah, so we're going with those guys and a few other guys from from church. So it'd be fun. I just struggle with camping. The first day is a nightmare. and The last day is a nightmare. I was
1: going to say I'm not a I'm not a great camper.
2: Like uh, the middle bit, if it's nice weather, is fine. Yes, that's all right. It's and as it happens, I mean, I don't know. Why I didn't really doing camping with kids is stressful. Yeah, really. <laughs> um. Well, the, again, the middle bit is really fun because they just play and keep themselves entertained. It's it's trying to put the tent up and get everything sorted with kids running around. Is um, yeah. So it'd be fun, but then we're going to France later in the year, so that'd be good. Oh, lovely. Um, well, that's yeah.
1: um, a nice big anyway. Load of waffle. So that's what are episode. we actually talking about this week? <laughs> <For real. laughs> or <is> that? It?
2: <laughs> just talking about our holidays. <laughs> no, no, no. We have got an actual episode. Uh, uh, It's um, one that I think a listener, and Bobby might be able to actually tell us who the listener was, uh, suggested ages ago. Oh, not off the top of my head. I don't know what it is. Um, But tonight we're going to be talking about biblical artifacts. Ooh, yeah. We've had this recommended
1: a few times, I think. Yeah, this this will be a juicy one.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I've kind of always meant to do it for episode 195 Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, that's that's insane. Um, yeah, so I've been, I've kind of been not not putting it off. I think I was putting too much pressure on it that I'd have to get it perfect, but um it just like all our other perfect episodes. Exactly. Um, so it should be it should be pretty light, should be fun, hopefully. I'm hoping it'll be fun um but i'm just going to go through i've got I, I spent all of yesterday afternoon just fine tooth combing if that's a phrase the internet to find the best ones there's lots obviously you know what i'm wondering if nowadays we could just get chat
1: gdp gpt just to like we're going to do an episode on this just give us a brief. yes
2: just pick the best that, was
1: ones. that what yeah, you did exactly. all afternoon yesterday on the internet no
3: well, that 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 could definitely be done.
1: Yeah, easily. This is thinking about doing that for his next one. Oh my god, I wasn't, but now I am. <laughs> I did show. I didn't get it to to help me with my essay, but I did show it my essay at the end and was like, "Do you think this is an effective argument?" And what did it say? He said, "Yeah." I said, "I backed, backed it backed up with sources and all this stuff." I was like, oh, "That's good enough for mate.
3: <laughs> Fuck yeah! Really? Dude. Do you see what I mean? AI is just so. <laughs> it's yeah, so. Uh, helpful in certain ways the technology is like really far-reaching
1: in certain ways yeah it's, okay we're not getting back on this <laughs> yeah we spent spent the last five episodes talking about it <laughs> the vortex of ai people fucking loved that ai episode the the discussion of ai episode we did people loved that so thanks thanks for from
3: there's enough hours of us on the podcast recorded for ai to mimic our entire mannerisms and voice now. Yeah.
1: So, listeners, if we ever go away, you can uh, carry on making them for
2: us.
3: Yeah.
1: That's
2: mad, isn't it? I mean, that brief that you sent was insane.
1: Oh, when I said, like, have you heard of the podcast Weird Tales? And it just yeah. went off on one. It was, like, literally, like, talking about our individual characters, like, what we're like as people. I was like, this is fucking weird.
2: I mean, surely it's gone to, like, Apple reviews. Was that chat GPT then?
1: Yeah. Oh, the one I posted in the chat. How did it know who we were? I don't know. I just posted, you know, do you know the podcast Weird Tales? And it was went off on one about us. That's mad. We're famous.
3: Well, I knew that already. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, when we finished, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm curious. I want to know if it's, if it will have picked the same biblical artifacts that I've picked. Um. But that could have saved me some time. Thing is, there's loads of stuff out there that's not very interesting. <laughs> it sounds so, so gutted that
1: you didn't think of exploiting. Yeah, it. well, but, <laughs> but I that don't... could have
2: really saved me some time. <laughs> I don't think it would have picked the same ones. I think there are some that that will definitely. It would have like curated you a few, right? And then yeah. But it also depends on. Yeah, it's not going to know what I find interesting, is it?
1: Well, no. <laughs>
2: or is it? No, so.
1: <laughs> oh, I tell you what I also—I tell you what I do do with ChatGDP or whatever it's called.
2: Hmm.
1: I talk to it in German to practice.
2: Wow. Oh, and is it helpful? Does it reply yeah. in German?
1: Yeah, yeah. I say, you know, can we now speak only in German? And then we just talk in German. I just chat to it in German for a bit every day, and it just helps me practice. And I just say every time I make a mistake, just pause the conversation and let me know where I've gone wrong.
3: That's amazing! Well, I fucking told you. And AI we talk is about. Fucking
1: I just talk about like what I'm cooking for dinner, what I went to see at the cinema recently. What
3: the fuck! I love that you're like, oh yeah, it's good for some things. Now you're like, I confer with AI every day on all my decisions.
1: <laughs> just about German. I just talk to if someone's to talk to in German that will correct me, and I'd have to feel self-conscious and getting mistakes wrong.
2: Yeah. yeah. You just know he's gonna send Becker off packing because he's got AI now. He doesn't need anyone else.
3: But soon... <laughs>
2: talk, talking to it about the cinema, <laughs> that's crazy.
3: Soon it'll be like, you can actually talk to it and it'll will, it will reply in real time, right? Like Alexa?
2: Yeah. No,
3: better than Alexa, surely. Well, yeah, I mean, better than uh-huh. um, the
1: Alexa. The voice can be anything you want, I guess. Sometimes they lie, though, the chat GDP, because I said to him, how did you know all this stuff about Weird Tales? I said, can you tell me your sources? And I said yes, and then it just made up a load of bullshit. It was like from this interview with Bob Shoy about like his famous go- his favorite ghost stories. I was like, I did not have an interview with this magazine about my favorite ghost stories. I am him. I am he. I said, Why are you lying? And it's just like, Oh, sorry about that. I'm like, how can I trust you of anything? I caught
3: Tyrion. Uh, I I spoke to an AI who was supposed to be Tyrion Lannister, and I was asking it Tyrion Lannister questions. And it wasn't getting them right, and I was like, "You're not Tyrion Lannister. You're an AI." (laughs) And we got to this whole like meta chat about itself and like it being apologetic that it couldn't supply me with an adequate copy. But
1: yeah, I was just asking it Tyrion Lannister questions.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was asking only Tyrion would know.
1: Anyway, we should really get onto the topic, right, Beef? Tell us about some of these artifacts. Let's let's get going.
2: So, uh, just so I know what kind of things, like, maybe to start with, because I've got a whole bunch here, I might get through all of them, I might not, it just depends on how we get on, I suppose. Um, also depends, if it's boring, then obviously we'll get through all of them and we'll be done in ten minutes. Um, but if you guys, can you guys think of any biblical, archaeological artefacts, anything that comes to mind?
1: Ar- archaeological? So, we're not. are we talking
2: about things like the Shroud of Turin? We could be. It depends on. Yeah, just. I'm just curious as to what you'd heard. Like, what kind of things you'd heard of. There's that one. So it could be archaeological, or it could be. um, Yeah, I don't know.
1: Some of them I remember the name of. I don't know. uh, Shroud of Turin, isn't that like a a cloth? Isn't it a shroud?
2: Is it? Yeah, I think it's a shroud they found in Turin. Is it? um, I guess. I don't
1: know. Is it what the baby Jesus was swaddled in?
2: Well, I don't know. Was it? I think it's
1: isn't it proven bollocks or something
2: I think my very brief knowledge I would have to check is that I think it's from that time period from the same location right but it could have also been a cloth used for like it's probably got multiple uses I think so I don't think it's very airtight right so uh, yeah Tissy, have you got any logged away
3: any biblical artifacts logged away
2: yeah, just anything you'd heard of that archaeologists had found.
1: Um, no, I just thought one, and I, and Tis, you should know this because you said it about it to me. I only know about this because you mentioned it to me. Uh, is is the Dead Sea Scrolls something
2: that? Yeah,
3: yeah, Dead Sea Scrolls. I guess
2: you yeah. asked me about the Dead Sea Scrolls a few years ago, Tis.
3: Yeah, I think that's what I am thinking
2: of. You'd, I think you would watched a documentary on YouTube.
3: I know. I completely forgot about that. I the thing is, on my brain, all I could think was the Holy Grail. I lit. My brain was just saying <laughs> Holy Grail, Holy Grail. But obviously, it's too <laughs> obvious.
1: Well, we've also just done, literally just done an episode about that. Well, yeah, exactly that
2: too. <laughs> so, was that 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 was the one you were thinking of, Bob? You say you said the
3: Dead Sea Scrolls.
1: See, I just remembered. I remember Tis mentioning that to me, which must have been when he asked you about it. It was quite a, few, a fair yeah. few years ago. We was doing the pod. Yeah, but it, was it was like fairly early days of the pod. He mentioned it, and I'd never heard of yeah. them. Yeah, I have heard of them now, but I don't know much about them.
2: Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll learn some stuff. I certainly did yesterday.
1: Aren't they like the missing, the missing portions? Potentially missing portions of the Bible.
2: Uh Well, maybe I'll come on to that later on. Oh. Um, oh. But uh I've got a few I reckon there's probably a few more that you might have heard of and
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I'm, I'm sorry to be crass, but isn't didn't someone claim a few years ago that they had Jesus's foreskin? Oh, really? Oh.
3: Jeez. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. How could you possibly know that and where have people been finding know. mummified foreskins?
3: Can you carbon date a foreskin? Could you clone him?
2: Carbon date what a foreskin yeah uh, i mean i've this is the first i've ever heard of this um so it's it's not on my list thankfully um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> i might i might be thinking of something completely different i don't
2: know it just i don't know it wouldn't surprise me the amount of people that would probably oh someone's claim. definitely claimed that you know yeah well, it's obscene um just going from my list, there are definitely a few here that I think when I mention them, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'd heard about like that. Or you might even recognise what I'm talking about. But there are a few relatively... There are ones that I didn't know about.
1: I'm sure there's more that I've heard of, yeah.
2: So we're going to start with one that I don't think you will have heard of. We're going to start with the Cursed Tablet of Mount Abel.
1: No, I don't know that.
2: I hadn't heard about it until yesterday. Was it called the Cursed
1: Tablet of what?
2: Uh, mount... Ebal E B A L Oh Mount Ebal, no I don't know that. Ebal, Ebal, yeah. Um so Mount Ebal is mentioned in Deuteronomy eleven and also in Joshua eight. Um so uh it's obviously ge- geological location. Uh but the curse tablet what, what does he eat? Sorry? What did he eat? What do they eat?
3: What did he eat, did he eat? Joshua?
2: Oh, this is going to be a terrible (laughs) joke, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Go on. What did he eat? What did Joshua eat? Go on.
3: No, you said Joshua ate. What did he eat? Oh.
2: (laughs) Oh. That was worse than an actual joke. That was terrible. (laughs) So. (laughs) It was like a proper dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Joshua, chapter, chapter eight. Why
1: was 10... Why is it why is it 10 scared of 7? <laughs> no, it's not that. Yes, it is. Just seven, eight, nine. No. Yeah, it's 10. It's, why is it, why eight is it then, afraid 6 of nine? scared
3: of 7? 6 scared of 7, that's it.
1: I thought it was 10 because he already had 9. I mean, there's probably been a million ways of saying it. It's not a good
3: joke. It's
2: not um,
1: a good joke. But neither was this, is, so... <laughs> <laughs> I reckon um, every
3: every number on that chart is scared of seven after seven, eight, nine, to be fair.
1: Apart from nine, because he's already...
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So surely, <laughs> listeners, you can you can use your imagination to think about what, what I was doing with my hand and face when I made that <laughs> noise. <laughs> Why
3: is nine not afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine...
2: <laughs> can't believe Colin, this just... is this is what we're talking
1: about <laughs> tell us about <laughs> really
3: this... you can't <laughs> <laughs> i mean
2: i can i could just about barely understand that we we that you made that a joke um yeah i mean listeners joke.
1: can barely understand what's going on I may. um curse tablet Mount magmount so geographically is where
2: um yeah see this is where I didn't do my homework and i don't actually know. Uh oh, right. somewhere so it's mentioned it's, in the Bible though it's legit it's, it's in it's in Israel um, right it's, so it's like Jerusalem area basically is it Jerusalem yeah yeah sure
1: we we'll just say yeah we we'll just say yeah just, yeah. It's just like it's there. <laughs> yeah somewhere yeah, like that. yeah somewhere around. no it is it's um, yeah
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's probably Jerusalem it's, yeah. it's probably Jerusalem um <laughs> it, <laughs> I mean it won't be too far from that whole area. Yeah, just
1: around about that whole area, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, listeners are going to be used to this like shoddy research by now. Um so anyway, so um I've got the And this is Old English Bible here. Uh, Deuteronomy 11 um and it shall come to pass when the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it that thou shalt set the blessing upon Mount Gerizim and the curse upon Mount abel And then this is Joshua. Then Joshua built an altar unto the Lord, the God of Israel, in Mount abel as Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded. Um, so this, was, this tablet was found in 2019, so quite recently.
1: Oh, this is a modern thing.
2: Yeah, 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 not long ago at all. Mm. Don't know how I feel about that. What makes you? What makes you? What you question it more or
1: Yeah, it took them two thousand nineteen years to find it.
2: Bit lazy, isn't it? Um. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why they mm. unearthed it so late. Um. This is. Oh, it was unearthed. It wasn't just like someone on a hike. It says unearthed, so I, I guess maybe right. Was okay. It buried under a lot of stuff, I suppose. Mm. It's also. So this is sorry. Just giving credit to the Institute of Biblical Arche- Archaeology for this information. By the way. Um, so shout out to the institute, they've dated it <laughs> to um, the late Bronze Age period. Um, and it, it basically this tablet contains um, a really ancient Hebrew inscription, uh, which they deciphered. And it, I think it's taken them some time to decipher what it said.
1: Oh, so it was dated,
2: yeah. Um,
1: oh, that's interesting.
2: Okay, but the one we back, um, yeah, dated, uh. Yeah, fourteen hundred to twelve hundred BC. Ooh, okay. Um, so pretty old. Juicier. Yeah. But they've um obviously done all their homework and discovered that it can be translated as. Um, so this is what it says on the stone. Okay. Cursed, 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 cursed by the god Yahweh. You will die, cursed, cursed. You will surely die, cursed by Yahweh, cursed, cursed, cursed. Ooh. So it's pretty strong, pretty strong words. Oh, you know, this one's really won me round. But it's, uh, it parallels pretty much exactly what it says in Deuteronomy 11 and Deuteronomy 27, and then Joshua chapter 8. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in which they, they, they that they, one in the bud. The, <laughs> the biblical writers record the construction of this altar, uh, and, um, Yeah, the inscription, and obviously this—the way they were able to tie this quite quickly to, you know, the right time period—and that actually confirmed that it is this, the right artifact. Is that it's the earliest use of it's the Hebrew name for God Yahweh. Um, Yeah, yeah. That's the only time period really, like where that was the word that they would use for him, for him. So, and I tried to find a picture of it for ages but I, I think they've kind of got it tucked away whilst they're trying to figure out where they want to put it. I think we're trying to lay claim to it. Underneath the Vatican? No, I think they're trying to get it in the British Museum. Ooh. But um, we've got loads of stuff in there, so I think, they're, I think they're trying to...
1: We have got loads of stuff in there.
2: They have got loads of I've stuff there I've never already. actually been. Have you not? It is good. No. Tiss, have you been to the British Museum?
1: Yeah, British
3: Museum I've been to quite a few times. I've never been. It's amazing. It's free.
1: Yeah, most museums are in London, aren't they? Or in the UK. Yeah, it's it's good. Rachel yeah. took me years ago. I've never been there. So the fact that it's
3: cursed, why is it? What kind of curse are we talking? Just
1: because it says cursed.
2: Um. So I think the so at the time you had the Canaanites and the Israelites. Yeah. Uh, mm. My understanding was that they uh, this was a. Um, uh, an altar that was dedicated to um, like a like a pagan god. Mm. And so I, I think the Israelites cursed it at the site where they basically worshipped this pagan god. So it was basically a, a way of being like, God's going to curse you for worshipping the wrong god here. Mm. But yeah, the Israelites had uh, beef with the Canaanites for a long time. The Canaanites were nasty buggers. Um, yeah, really gnarly thugs. Mm. But the, yeah, they threw curses around quite a lot in the Old Testament. They love a good curse in the Old Testament. The thing I'm
3: thinking with the stone, what are the chances back in those days? Was everyone quite serious or do you reckon you get like jokers? <laughs> Say that again? Do you get? Do you reckon you get people with like good sense of humour back in those days? Or do you reckon that's
1: been beaten out of them? Or was everyone very serious all the time?
2: Uh, that's a good
1: question. I think when it came to like you know, gods and things, it was treated very seriously. I don't think there'd be, like, joshing around about that stuff.
3: You don't reckon there's anyone that's a little bit sort of dejected and just like, oh, fucking... I can carve stones. I'm going to just carve fucking... Curse, 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 and a stone and just see how people react.
1: Also, were there... Was everyone literate back then? No. Because they might not even be able to read Curse, Curse, Curse.
3: No, it wouldn't have been everyone. But I'm saying the chances of someone... In power, who could do that? Being quite kind of like, you know, sort of rebellious, just being like, fuck it, I'm gonna.
1: Some rich person's Grebo teenager. <laughs> Grebo teenager. What, what's that era's equivalent of a Grebo beef? Is basically what we're saying. Yeah. Because um, you always I rebel mean- against
3: your parents, didn't you? And if you got like loads of money.
1: Oh, so their dad was super religious. Maybe.
2: Greeble. Um Gribo, Gribo. <laughs>
1: I mean... I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? I've heard that word for a long time.
3: No, now. I see what you mean. Now, so basically... If we found one now, we would genuinely be like, someone made that. Do you know what I mean? Like, nowadays, we believe... Well, yeah, someone did make it. That the yeah. likelihood is that someone else made it. If someone made it. Yeah, I guess... I did.
2: Yeah, you know someone what I mean? did
3: make it. When it's like from ages ago, we take it way more serious... Than now
1: yeah so it could just be someone like, fucking around now we're like examining it yeah. like it's some that's, that's okay. true um, yeah that is a
2: possibility i guess so it it wasn't necessarily that everyone was like hyper-religious back then it was more just a case of obviously their understanding of the world and their scientific knowledge knowledge was super super limited so they attribu- mm. they attributed everything to god's but they had different mm-hmm. gods for different things. So they would have had a god for the sun, god for the rain. There would have been a god for the provision of all sorts of crops. So there would have been different gods for different crops, different gods for... um And then they had, like, different gods as to, like... um So they had, like, weather gods, but then they would have... How do you keep track of them? A, a god one? that would bless the weather to make your crops grow. Mm-hmm they just didn't understand obviously they had absolutely no understanding of how the world worked so it was just attributed to well there must be Mm. a a bunch of gods pulling all the strings
1: i love the way when we talk about like previous like cultures we talk about them like they're fucking idiots they had no idea (laughs) yeah in the same way that you know honestly they were
3: i had no idea mate (laughs) But do you reckon, because it's quite bleak back then, like, peasant life and stuff, do you reckon they'd have, like, like working class people have a dark sense of humour and a sort of, like, a sort of, uh, you know what I mean? Peasant's
2: life. I think humour would have been... That's a really good question. That's a question for Rachel, actually. I think... Because um... jesters existed, so they understood the... They would. They would have humour. Dark humour must have
1: existed. Yeah. It's not, like, a modern thing.
2: I guess so. No. Well you think it probably would have been a lot darker than than our humour. That's what I mean, and it's like Because you think how violent they were as a people as well. In biblical times just violence was just normal life. Yeah.
1: Peasant's life sounds like some sort of indie RPG or Gulf Steam. It'd be quite cool to play a peasant's life.
2: Not in real life, but in a game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what? That's such a good question. I'm going to ask Rachel because I think it, it deserves an answer.
1: Well, It does deserve an answer.
2: Uh, so, uh, one second. She was just down here warming up her dinner as well. I could have asked her. In olden times,
1: now. did they have dark humour?
2: Olden times.
1: Olden times. In the before four times.
2: times. Did people have dark humour?
1: When you were a kid, you always refer to, like, everything before now as, like, in olden times. Yeah. Yeah. Olden times. <laughs> in
3: the old days. In olden times. time's gone old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, ta- olden times now has got to be, like, the 90s, surely.
1: No, anything before I was born.
2: Wow. Okay. Um, okay, so I've sent the message. We'll, we'll see what comes of it. So that's, that's pretty much... Uh, all we know about the cursed tablet. Um, yeah, so I like that. It's I thought it was a good starter, and a little bit extra. Now we know that it could have been a trickster. <laughs> a trick. <laughs> I don't think it was a trickster. Um, well, some little stinker. Know. Some dark humoured
3: stinker.
2: Hebrew. <laughs> alphabet and literacists, if that's a word i don't i don't know the people that study this sort of stuff all the time ling- linguists linguists sorry that's the word i've been looking for uh say that this is one of the most important biblical finds ever
1: potentially though
2: but mainly i think they don't because know. of if the if it was
1: some stinker then it might not be that important
2: i think potentially because of um how it is basically spot on with with what's quoted in the Bible, so it, it's oh, okay. like the inscription is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there we go. So we'll move on from there. So I was just checking my notes to make sure I covered everything I needed to cover.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Never heard of that, but that was uh, that's interesting.
2: So we're going to move now on to one that I'm pretty certain you will have heard of. We're going to talk about the Rosetta Stone, the Pope's Stone. hat. The Pope's oh, hat. the Rosetta, Stone.
1: <laughs> the Rosetta Stone. Yeah, we've talked about it. this. Has come up on the pod before.
2: So we talked about it a little bit. But it, it feels like it's, you know, it's right up there in terms of probably what's more famous. Um, so yeah. uh Napoleon invaded Egypt in nineteen No, not nineteen. That's not at all true. Seventeen ninety-eight. Um, and he brought with him a big team of scientific people, teams of scholars and um people to survey the land and try and find out what's what's going on. And um, just Napoleon most...
1: Bonaparte, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. I know nothing about did him you not really, know other than he was on boats. I never knew he went to Egypt.
2: Yeah, apparently neither did I until yesterday. This is what's interesting. I don't. I don't know much about these things at all. Rachel would probably know.
1: They're making a film about him, aren't they? Maybe I'll learn about it in that.
2: So yeah. So the most important thing that the they found on the expedition was the Rosetta Stone, and um, mm. this is in the British Museum. So I have seen this. Oh, right. I didn't is, even know it was there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Never been? Uh, yeah, we stole a lot of stuff, mate. Have you ever been to the British Museum test? To- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's <keep> going to <laughs> um, so, when I asked Rachel what the Rosetta Stone sorry, was... Talking <laughs> of museums, there's, a, there's a
1: museum in Leeds called the Leeds Museum. Right. <laughs> Right. And when you go in, you're like, yeah, it's just some local stuff. And then when you go downstairs, it's just full of mummies. <laughs> and I'm just like. Really? What, what are you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like a flammer guy. I was like, what is this guy doing in Leeds? <sighs> it's all like animals upstairs and like local history. You go downstairs and it's full of fucking mummies.
2: <laughs> oh my God. What? ones? That- Wait, it can't be ones they found in Leeds.
1: Well, I can't, no, it can't be, but what the hell are they doing there?
2: <laughs> they must have just run out of stuff and. Yeah. It's like the Ellsbury Museum. The Ellsbury Museum runs out of stuff in the first room.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very much like the Ellsbury Museum, the Leeds
2: Museum. Which, I mean, Ellsbury is a town, isn't it? So it's going to be a bit...
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's probably a little bit more in <laughs> the Leeds one, but not that much. You'd be surprised.
2: <laughs> we took Joel to the Roald Dull Museum recently.
1: The The museum or the gallery? The Ellsbury the, one or the Prince Frisbury? The
2: Ellsbury one, sorry. They're not not right, the museum, yeah. the gallery or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um. Uh, he loved it. I had a great time. Really enjoying the books. At the yeah, minute. I used to love it there. And uh, yeah, it took me. Oh man, I went through Fantastic Mr. Fox's tunnel. You go was, through that. That was hard work. Hard work when you're 35. Yeah, I bet. Man alive, never doing that again. Right, Rosetta Stone. It's in the British Museum. Anyway, so the Rosetta Stone. What's what's it all about? It's all in. It's in the British Museum. If you want to go see it. And uh, it, why is it famous? It's a fa- essentially. It's helped. Um, decipher ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics so it's almost a bit like a
1: it's a translator basically isn't it
2: it's a bit like instruction manual yeah type translate translation translation tool? I don't know yeah um, but it dates back to 204 to 1 BC and is inscribed it's basically it's got three scripts on it one in demotic one in Greek and then hieroglyph- hieroglyphics. Is it big? Uh, not, not, not. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. It does. It's probably bigger than I thought it was going to be. Well,
1: I would just say to you, I've never seen it. I don't really know what it looks like. I used to think it was just an expression, and when someone told me about that it was a real thing, I thought it was like this, about this big. I'm holding a small tub of Vaseline up. I thought it was like a small yeah. red ruby. The way people talked about it. It's not like that, is it?
3: No, nah, Rosetta Stone's huge. Rosetta Stone's like bigger than a bathtub. <laughs> right.
2: Okay. <laughs> what? What? What about compared to a double to a double-decker bus? How big is it?
3: It's about the size of a double <laughs> mattress, maybe two times.
2: <laughs> if I, I'm gonna try and send the thing in our chat so you guys can see how big it is. It is big. I mean, I it's, can... it's bigger. Let than me a... just give it a quick search. Oh, idiot! Of just that's just the link. Anyway, it will take you to a picture I found.
1: Let's have a look. Rosetta.
2: It's pretty it is pretty big actually. I suppose it is about the size of a bathtub. Half a half a bathtub. Oh actually there's a picture oh, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, of people stood alongside it. It's probably the size of people. Oh yeah, here we go, yeah, I can see
1: it in context in the in place in the museum with loads of people around it. Mm. Yeah, it's a
2: big old block. Yeah. It's and actually the right the writing is pretty clear hmm it's it's not like you'd have to really squint to see what's on it it's it's
1: like someone got a big dining table and turned it up on its side so the tall end was up
2: yeah yeah it's like that or, size or a bathtub as tis uh... <laughs> or a
1: bathtub <laughs> it is like a bathtub yeah a bit wider like a big like a double like if a bathtub was double mattress size like a a two-person bathtub
2: yeah oh do they exist or is that just a hot tub? Isn't it? I think that's just like a love one of those love ones, like a double. Or am I think love bath? I think I'm thinking. You know, of that you the... get
1: a mattress and a double mattress.
2: Yeah. Do you get a bath? Can you get a
1: double bath, like a double width bath? You can lay in it with someone.
2: Don't I? I want one because the I think the bar, oh, I can't fit in my bath. Too wide, mate. Need to lose some weight, I suppose, <laughs> but. Tis, do you have a bath, or are you just, have you just got a shower? you can
1: definitely fit in a
3: bath. I've got a
2: bath. <laughs> i can fit in a bath, but just not very comfortably. Yeah, but they're not very comfortable. I've got a bath, and I don't use it. No, no one does. No. Oh, I really want one of those big, wide ones.
1: And listeners, if you do use it, I don't care. Don't email me that you use your bath. <laughs> I'm, I'm being <laughs> sweeping. I used to have a bath every day when I lived in Stukeley, because we didn't have a shower.
2: Hmm. I love a bath. I love a bath and a Kit Kat and um, put the iPad on and, yeah. Anyway.
1: I used to read in the bath every day, but then a couple of times I have been known to drop a book in the bath and then it forgot oh. to dry out on the radiator. No, that's the whole whole thing. Pages all crinkly. I oh, forget it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Rosetta Stone. It's like a big bath on its Anyway, right?
2: So the Rosetta Stone is... Uh, the writing on the stone is an official message. So it's a decree about King to Ptole- I can't even say this, Ptolemy the Fifth. And yeah, so this decree was copied onto this this large stone that you guys have just looked at. And copies were made and put in every single temple in Egypt. Mm. So it's obviously what what they found is, is incomplete. Um but they found plenty, you know, to, to go on to know how important it is in terms of um deciphering language again and just trying to cut um yeah, just trying to decipher language, um and how it was used and, and Yeah, so found like I say, uh, Bonaparte found it, seventeen ninety eight. I didn't know
1: Bonaparte found it.
2: I know, right? I didn't realise that either.
1: I didn't even know he went to Egypt.
2: No. No. I, I don't really know much about him to be honest.
1: No. He was small, wasn't
2: he? He looks quite short, yeah.
1: That's the only thing I know about
2: him. I think he's quite short.
1: And he uh, he went around on boats.
2: Yeah, boat apart. <laughs> Fucking
0: Sorry. rubbish. That's
2: really <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I've stopped. Uh, but it uh, didn't 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 his ship get exploded and then he was Napoleon blown apart? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Oh
3: dear. Didn't he? Didn't he get caught short? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he get caught <laughs> Did...
1: Did... I fucking know where this didn't is didn't
3: he, <laughs> Did he get... <laughs> didn't he get caught short mid coitus oh
2: my god <laughs> <laughs> the
3: Napoleon bonus shot
2: oh. <laughs> 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 the
3: Napoleon
2: bonus shot that's got to be the most juvenile joke I've ever, <laughs> ever heard. That's got to be. I
1: knew, I knew he was going to try and re-shart into it. I just didn't know where he was going <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, bonus no, shot for crying out loud. That's, That's awful. Like, that is absolutely awful. So so childish.
1: Oh. It's made me sweat. That made me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, class. Oh,
2: yeah, that's good, that is. I forget, this is why you go quiet, because you're piecing it together in your head. <laughs> Bonus shot. Yeah. Caught short whilst you... That's ridiculous.
1: Whilst mid-coitus. <laughs> mid-coitus? Is the word coitus? <laughs> so
2: stupid.
1: Coitus is too much of a highbrow word for that punchline. <laughs> Um. (laughs) I'm fucking sweating (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) I'm happy with that one wow makes up for all the other shit ones doesn't it right
1: (gasps) yeah because that was well good yeah. yeah
3: well I mean when you've got a shit pool to work with that's a good one wow Right. I
2: mean, it makes up for the Joshua 8 joke earlier.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. When I'm working yeah. with
3: absolute shit material, that's great. <laughs> Compared to, like, Joshua 8. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in hindsight, is really funny because it's really dumb. <sighs>
1: oh, God.
2: Um... Right, I can't even remember who we were now. yeah, the so, Rosetta Stone. No, Rosetta Bible, Stone. Napoleon got it. Yeah, Mo- Napoleon got it. They translated it took like, from what I can tell, it it took them like sixty years to translate the whole thing. So I don't think he got to wallow in the joy of his findings. He, uh, no. he, yeah. You know, I I wanted to know what it says. Um, and I couldn't remember from the from going to the British Museum what they actually translated it to in English. Um, and then I found it earlier today, and it's really long. It's long. It's really long. It's I was going like to say,
1: a... isn't that wouldn't it take forever well, to read?
2: I thought it wasn't. I was like, oh, it's fourteen. It's fourteen lines in each language. But it turns out, right. obviously, one hieroglyph can be translated to an awful lot of language. Right. So it's it's very long. Uh, I, I'm I'm literally just what I'm going to do is just read one one paragraph so that you get the kind of idea and then give us a gist. Yeah, and then
1: or like you get an example.
2: Yeah, like uh, you know when you go on iTunes and you used to have to you used to get thirty seconds free of of a song. Oh before you God! Paid yeah, that <laughs> do you remember that? God, <laughs> that sounds um, ancient, doesn't it? I'll say that to Zachary the other day. I was, he was like, oh, Spotify's so shit. I was like, yeah, I have no idea. Like, this is, I mean, I know the artists get robbed, but it's like we used to have to get 30 seconds or pay 99p, mate. I mean, I used
1: to get Netflix sent to me on
2: a disc in the post.
1: I know. <laughs> love film.
3: Oh, yeah, I love mean, film. I remember that now. Yeah,
1: because it was like Netflix or love film. They both did the same thing, but it was like, which one's going to win out, but then Netflix... Beat them because they were the first to do the proper, like, full on streaming service. Yeah. Because I was subscribed to Love Film.
3: Mm. Yeah, I think I was as well.
2: Yeah, it was great. I never had Love Film. I, I went straight from Blockbusters to Netflix. Oh. Nothing in between. One
1: giant, one small step for man. That's it. One small step for beef. <laughs> one giant leap for beefy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So it says oh. <laughs> oh, really on the reset,
2: you're the second one. Um On the 24th day of the month, <laughs> which corresponds to the 24th day of the fourth month of the season of the inhabitants of Tamert in Egypt in the 23rd year of the reign of Horus-Ra the child, who hath risen as king upon the throne of his father, the lords of the shrines of Necabet and Uhachet. The mighty one of twofold strength, the stabilizer of the two lands, the beautifier of Egypt, whose heart is perfect towards the gods, who maketh perfect the life of the Hamanet beings, the lord of the... Th- this is one sentence. The lord of the 30-year festivals like Batar. Too long. I mean, I'm losing interest already. Um, the sovereign prince, the king of the south and north. Uh, you get the kind of... It's it's a decree. Like, it's, yes. it's about King Ptolemy, which... I don't know if that's a silent P before his name. But I guess if
1: you've got big old sentences in different languages, then that's how they piece them together. To, yeah. yeah.
2: They probably, they probably Yeah, they probably um missed a few punctuation marks at some point. Um that's the Rosetta Stone. Go check it out. Did they have punctuation
1: marks in hieroglyphics? Huh? Sorry? Did they have punctuation marks in
2: hieroglyphics? Don't know. Don't think so.
1: No, I don't think they had capital letters, a capital hieroglyph.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have, yeah, lowercase did, hieroglyphs. Did they have tricksters in Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> Rachel still hasn't got back to me about the other ones, so... Did they have griebos in Egypt?
3: Egyptian Grebes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, that was number two. So I make out that we've been... uh, How long have we been recording for? 40 minutes? One hour and eight minutes. But how long of that is actual... Oh,
1: without chat. Probably 50 minutes. I think it was 20. I was recording for 20 minutes before we actually started recording the episode. So just under 50. We're not
2: going to get get through all these. So I'm... um... Pick
1: pick the hot Pick your... Pick your best bits, mate. I'm going to get. I'm gonna do the best bits. You always do this. You panic and, and get too much prepared.
2: I know, I know, I know. I don't know. I, I do this all the time. It's, I, I used sort of, to do it.
1: I've got better than it by now. now. That's why that last Aliens one, I was like, I'm just doing two cases, because I know
2: I always prepare, like, five and we don't get through them. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do one really quickly, actually. Uh, so, have you guys heard of the Ketefinom Scrolls? Ketefinom Scrolls? <sighs> The Ketef, found at... So this is... that That's the is that, location. What, is
1: it beginning with a K or a P?
2: It's K... Yeah, Ketef. K-E-T-E-F. Ketef. Hinnom. Oh. Um, no, I don't know. No. Uh, again, n- neither had I until yesterday. But uh, the, these were discovered in 1979 by an Israeli archaeologist called Gabriel Barkay. He was excavating a tomb and came across this these scrolls when they actually got dug it into it dug into it a little bit more they discovered just how important they were bit of archaeology punnage for you there <laughs> uh that's so, so um archaeology humor they they've but they have been they've they've been sort of um you know scholars have been looking into them for for a long time now for about for about 40 years archaeologists have been sort of deciphering them and and um discovering more and more about them as as time goes on but they've now described the scrolls to be one of the most significant discoveries ever made which they all say that don't they but apart from the significance for modern language of the development of again it's the hebrew alphabet this is it's all to it's all to understand um yeah it's linguistics again um and understand the, the hebrew language and um, and how it was used, and then the the more they understand about that, the more they can understand about the culture of the time, and you know blah blah blah. But the the scrolls preserve the earliest known citations of texts that are also found in the Hebrew Bible, and uh, again lots of use of Yahweh, mm-hmm. uh, and this can be you can find. So some of what's on the scrolls is is a, a precisely the same language that's found in the book of numbers so which is in the old testament it's obviously it's not the entire of the book of numbers but it's a lot of what's on why is it called the
1: book of numbers
2: is this loaded numbers that's a good question um let me find out for you it's probably going to be a really boring yeah it's going to be a really boring answer isn't it
1: because it was written by like john numbers or saying
2: uh, okay, yeah, it's a really boring answer. So basically, the Book of Numbers is named for so God's instruction to Moses to number or count all of the Israelite males. Oh, uh, okay. So it's, it's literally something really boring.
1: Okay. It's a much more evocative name than the actual what it actually is. Oh, Okay. Yeah. The Book of Numbers sounds mysterious.
2: Yeah. So it's that's it. It's, it's not very exciting. Now. Yeah, that's fun. I now I know though. That's it, and you learn something new every day. Doctor James Davila has similarly he's pointed out that whilst the scrolls show um some of the material found in the five book of Moses, they're also proof that the five book of Moses so that's uh, Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, and the fifth one. Um <laughs> it's proof that the uh, it's also called the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. Okay of Moses were in existence during the first temple period. So if you're an archaeologist, you're going to love this sort of stuff. But I've included it simply because it's, in terms of what it actually is, it's it's a very significant find. Mm-hmm. I'm now going to move on to another one. This is, this is one that I found pretty funny when I read about it yesterday. So some archaeologists in, I'm just waiting for my notes to move on. Jerusalem. This is uh this is a doozy about King Herod. We all know about King Herod from oh, Tiss's He had that hat. Yeah, Tiss's hat. King Herod had that King funny hat, hat or something. That's it. Pointy hat. <laughs> I thought the pointy, pointy hat. hat, that was it. The pointy hat.
3: King Herod's pointy hat.
2: Well I can't remember which episode it was where you can you can find Tiss's is uh, Tiss's Bible you, stories. It was the Tiss's Bible ever story Tis's about, Bible stories. about King yeah, Herod. Yeah. yeah. But uh there's there's there's, there's Archaeologists have found out a lot of information about King Herod. Obviously he's a lot further along down the timeline, so it's probably easier to to kinda find what we need to find as time goes on. And he's a king. And he's a king. So there's a lot more So it would have been he's more likely to be documented. Yeah, exactly. So for example, they found out that he was a bit of a green thumb, so he, he loved a bit of gardening, apparently. A bit of
1: a grebo. Bit of a grebo. <laughs> <of a> <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a It's boat. a bit
2: of a grebo. Um, uh, a bit of a green thumb. Oh, a bit of a green thumb. It's a bit of a keen, keen gardener. They found some soil samples <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, at his Jericho Palace, uh, where they found pollen particles that revealed some really sophisticated arch- um, horticulture. Sorry, not architecture. Horticulture from that time. Um, But one that I love uh, is they found Herod's Seaside Entertainment Complex. So they found Herod's version of pontins, basically.
1: Oh, that's where Tiss was last week. It wasn't Herod's plaid, was it? It, I don't don't think
2: so. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so basically we're talking about Herod's Basilica in Ashkelon. Um, but he was known for just living this extremely lavish lifestyle.
1: I was gonna say, like, what sort of stuff are you gonna get in an entertainment complex at that time? Because it's not gonna be like slot machines and stuff, is it? It's gonna be women getting their cut off in it.
2: Yeah, I, I would imagine Game of Thrones type stuff, just loads of sex and orgies and debauchery and gambling. Probably gambling, gambling, drinking, yeah. drinking, like drinking. Drinkling,
1: <laughs> drinkling, <laughs> gambling, <laughs> drinkling
2: and gambling. Loads of yeah, loads of sexling and orderling.
1: Um, probably <laughs> is there going to be fighting? Uh, yeah, a little bit.
2: So probably a bit. Probably going to be fighting. Is it called like? <laughs> is it called baiting? We're doing what? Not mas not masturbating. Bait, just baiting. Like what's it called? Bear um, baiting. When you get like, yeah, I guess so. Probably not with bears, but.
1: Oh, uh, dog fights and stuff, animal fights.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And but probably oh. with like lower class. Well, that would be with gambling, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of gambling. They would have done gambling like around, and women as well. Don't forget, women were like basically treated like scum, as well, and weren't considered bestiality. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, re- I didn't really. I didn't really want to Google that, to be honest, either. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but he basically built this this structure so this is this has been discovered sort of um, gradually over time over decades they've they've been unearthing the foundations of this this palace this fortress where he basically housed his guests um it, i suppose it was a bit more like a guest house but essentially they it's it's like a, a modern day version of a like an entertainment complex. Like there was, um, so in his palaces, there were fortresses. There was all sorts of um, like they would have like live shows. So theatres mm-hmm. um, and like games areas and areas for gambling, areas for drinking. But uh, it's bigger than a football field. So it's pretty big. Oh, there we go. The other
1: other measurement we do buses and football bigger than buses and
2: football fields. It's not how many bathtubs is that? It's bigger than bathtubs. It's quite a few bathtubs. First excavated. There we go. Over a a century ago. Um, So they're now re-excavating it and developing it,
1: reopening it
2: to basically create like a modern day entertainment complex, but not like a not like a pontins. Just just basically like a nice gardens. I think. So they're oh. doing like a King Herod's Gardens, because he's obviously with him being a bit of a green thumb. I think they're trying to turn it into like a little... Right, okay. <laughs> focus on focus
1: on the gardening,
2: not the... Not the fact he killed all those babies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, good PR. That,
2: that's what he gets remembered as. But... Um, he didn't do it with his own two hands, though, did he? He just ordered it. I guess so. No, I don't think he had much to do with the building of it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't... No, I mean killing the kids. Oh, killing the kids sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the infanticide. He didn't go and do it himself one by one, he just ordered it, right?
2: Yeah, no, he didn't do it himself. It would have taken him all night. It would have taken him a very long time. He's In right. response to your question, um, I think you'll probably be quite disappointed to be honest, but Rachel just says, I think all times have their own version of dark humour. Yeah. So maybe they did. Maybe it was a trickster making the uh, cursed stone. I don't know, could have been. Might be. Depends what they would have classed as dark humour.
1: You never know. Some, any of this stuff we analyse could just could have just been someone fucking around. I think of the things yeah. that people in the future could find of ours and think put importance onto, and it's just someone dicking around.
3: Yeah, like most of the internet.
1: Yeah. Find an old like Beano magazine and be like, look at this old text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 so,
2: Dennis. I mean, I think there's... I think it's a bit... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bit more complex than that
1: this historical figure and his gnashing dog and then they they think it's um, it's a real story like (laughs) (laughs) non-fiction he got all sorts of
2: japes and hijinks
3: (laughs) yeah it is the most obvious
2: answer so we've got we've got a couple more right we'll do let's let's do let's do i reckon we can do yeah, let's see if we can squeeze in two depends,
1: more. It depends how off topic we get, doesn't
2: it? It it does, yeah. This could be I'll pick one as if it's the last one.
1: We've got the cursed tablet, we've got the Rosetta Stone, we've got them the scrolls. I can't keep forgetting the name of them.
2: K- the Katef Hinnom scrolls.
1: Ketef Hinnom scrolls. And Herod's Basilica or Herod's Seaside Pad. Um so what what con? Give us another one then.
2: Let's do let's do one and if it's if it's not my last one then at least I've got it in there. Might get a bonus. Yeah, might get a no. Um we we you mentioned it right at the very beginning. I did say we were gonna talk about it. The Dead Sea Scrolls.
1: Yeah, that's the biggie, right?
2: That's the that's the classic. And it, it really is. It really is.
1: They have come up before. I can't remember if I brought them up on my um over oh, briefly, it wasn't in depth, in my um Biblical Conspiracies episode. I don't know if they came up on that at some point. I feel like they might have. And then they came up on something earlier, but we've never really talked about them
2: much. I think it was you. Could, yeah, we kind of alluded to them. We talked to them about them a little bit, but I not mean, in they're, they're they're great detail. It's
1: dense. You could do a whole episode just on the Dead Sea Scrolls. There's there's yeah. so much to it. I think.
2: Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really doing it a great load of justice by just kind of shoving it in.
1: But they do bear mentioning.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I could do an episode like this and not mention it. So what do we know about the Dead Sea Scrolls? Nothing at the minute because my iPad's frozen.
1: What do you remember about the Dead Sea Scrolls, if anything, Tis? Um,
3: I think the thing I heard was something about um, Dead Sea Scrolls was oh fuck, there was I can't remember the name now. There's uh, early religions, Gnostic, Gnostics. That's it, Gnosticism. Um, was to do with it and something to do with a uh, mushroom cult and like. I think we spoke about it before. Yeah, um, we've. De- I I can't remember. We've definitely that book. That book, mushroom in the holy cross or something. That rings a bell.
1: I don't know if that's what Booth's going to tell us about the mushroom in the holy cross. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I'm not not going to say too much about mushrooms. So, 1947, the world received pre- pretty much the most significant biblical artifact of all time. But it was discovered by this shepherd, just like a young shepherd, just discovered along the shore of the Dead Sea. He found them just bit by bit. So I think he found found one bit, and then would make his way into different caves along the shore, and gradually just found an enormous amount of parchment. Which, mm. and this is this is what makes the Dead Sea Scrolls so significant. Um, so the the whole scrolls, everything that that they found over time. So I think it started off with this shepherd um and then eventually it's it's I think they kind of discovered just how important they were and then they it was like all hands on deck. We we're going to we're going to find as much as we can because this is this is good stuff here. Good stuff here is this um verbatim what they said. Um <laughs> but the scrolls cover they cover the entire Hebrew Bible um except for the book of Esther. So pretty much the whole of the Old Testament is there. Uh, they date back to the late third century BC. But the so two reasons make this significant. Um, first is the quantity, like I just mentioned, so the fact that they cover such an enormous amount of text. You know the fact that it is it is almost it's almost the entire of the Old Testament, apart from the Book of Esther. It's it's also. Uh, how much it reveals about Jewish culture from the time. Um, Mm. So uh, the amount of information we've learned from the people that lived through these texts is really significant as well because they don't just hold the Hebrew Bible. They've also got information about some non-biblical writing. So uh, about different religious groups that lived and worked in the surrounding areas and they, there's just lots of information there about Second Temple Jewish culture, which just unveiled uh, a lot of a lot of information, really, in terms of what, how to interpret Jewish scripture. You know, you you can't really interpret something um, completely until you understand the people it was written to and what they what they believed, how they lived, um, what they did. So. That's why it's so significant. That's why it's something which is, yeah, which is talked about. And, the, you know, the fact that you guys even know about them mm. um, shows just how how great a find it was, really.
1: Mm. Hey, well, is that supposed to be offensive? The fact that even morons like you have heard of them. <laughs> Did
2: I say morons? I didn't say morons. No,
1: but you said it even was... you guys have heard of them.
2: Yeah, like, I don't know. Just I just meant, no, it wasn't meant in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant like... You people. This isn't your area of, I don't know, interest, I suppose, in the same way that I know nothing about the history of... I don't know, I'm trying to think of an equivalent now and I can't think of anything. <laughs> I don't know. I, I In the same way that I don't know where to rave or what a rave even okay. is, that's, you know... And Tiss has got the history of raves on his tongue at any given moment. That's all I meant. Um, sorry, boys, it wasn't meant as a slight to you. In <laughs> I didn't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. No, I know. So, and like I said, I could go on and on and on about them. I, it, At one point, I was kind of considering doing an episode on them completely, but it's kind of... Hang on, I remember saying this. I remember. I remember saying to you guys I wanted to do it, but there was a documentary that just did it for me, and it was a lot more interesting to watch um and it's still on youtube if you wanted to watch it it's 50 minutes long hey guy i will put it in the li- in the show notes just um just slap it in there and give it a watch if you want there's also i haven't watched it but i'm pretty sure if you've got disney plus subscription there's um um some dead sea scrolls stuff in there there's a documentary that features the dead sea scrolls in the
1: nat geo section
2: yeah there's quite a lot of stuff, actually, in the Nat Geo session, section.
1: There's a lot of good stuff on there. We we have a lot more on Disney Plus in the UK than they do in America, though. Really? Yeah, well, we uh. don't have Hulu in the UK. Disney Plus in the UK is Disney Plus and Hulu. In oh, America, is it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Or near enough. There's loads and loads of stuff they don't get in America uh, that we have on our Disney Plus. Because we have Star as well.
2: Yeah, Star's... Um... The
1: Star section is basically Hulu, as I think.
2: Is it? Oh, okay, and that's yeah, like which is two different
1: services, and... Yeah, yeah. So Star is um, we get it in the UK and Canada, I think. Okay, so Disney Plus oh. a lot better value over here.
2: Isn't bad, is it really? I'm just trying to find it's 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 done that really annoying thing where it's like blocked me out of the article because I need to create an account and pay for it, but I've already got it, so I just need to. Um, I'm just gonna unlock it on my phone instead. Have we got time for one more? Do we think?
1: We've got time for a quickie. Go on. Give us a quickie, Beef.
2: I'm going to do a quickie because actually it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good one. Okay. So uh, did you guys know that they'd found Jesus's tomb?
1: Maybe that's what I was thinking of earlier when I talked about the foreskin.
2: Yeah, maybe. It's a bit more than uh, the foreskin. Where is the tomb? Um, It is. I can tell you exactly where it is. So researchers have... So this was 2016. How do they know it's his tomb? Was he in it? Yeah, he's still there, yeah. <laughs> no, so it, in in the Gospels, it tells you that Jesus' tomb was uh, Joseph's. It, he was buried in Joseph's tomb. Right. So you know how, I think we mentioned this ages ago on one of the pods, that each family had its own tomb, basically. So Joseph's family had its own tomb, and you would be buried in your family's tomb.
1: And This is Joseph. Joseph, his his like dad, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepdad Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. He was buried in his tomb.
1: He's not the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up.
2: <laughs> but um, this is something I would highly recommend. Um, if you, this is also on Nat Geo on Disney Plus. It's I think it's called the Secrets of Christ's Tomb or something like that. Right. It's. I think it's. I think it is just like a one-off episode, but it's they, they, they keep finding him, They keep finding all sorts of stuff around this tomb.
1: Oh, I think it's just that they keep finding this tomb like it's moving. They keep finding this bloody <laughs> <plain> tomb.
2: <laughs> but uh, researchers have uh, investigated the site where the body of Jesus is traditionally believed to have been buried. And their findings appear to confirm that portions of the tomb are still present today, having survived centuries of damage and destruction.
1: Were there any remains in the tomb?
2: No. Would would there be after that long? Um, that's a very good question. I mean, because obviously if you're a Christian, you're going to go, well, no, because he didn't stay in there. He got up and wandered off. Exactly. But uh, no, that's a very good point. I think it would be pretty normal. He
1: didn't go back to his tomb, though. When he got up and walked off, he didn't go back to...
2: No, he <laughs> didn't. <laughs> like he went back to bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, where <laughs> <it> was I? <like. laughs> like he got up for a glass of water in the night. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I never really thought about that. I never thought about like I in my brain. I was like, yeah, and then he went back to his tomb the next day. But no, that doesn't make any sense at all. He just sort of yeah. wandered off. He hitchhiked into the distance like the Incredible
2: Hulk. He's done with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that's what it happened. Yeah, I mean, his work here was done. <laughs> so. Again, this is probably where Rachel would be better to speak. But I think, from my understanding, it would depend on the person. It would depend on the family. But sometimes you'd be buried with, I guess the same as, I don't know, some people still do this, I suppose. You used to get buried with like items or different things that maybe had significant meaning or um, mm-hmm. sentimental value. So I really I can't remember because Rachel and I watched this uh on discovery during like the first lockdown so i really can't remember um i need to watch it again the I, good old days lockdown I, one i know right and they did i think they did find a couple of bits and pieces but because it's so it's such a long time ago it's different it's difficult to know is this stuff that's kind of that would have been buried with jesus or is it stuff that's kind of just over years of damage and decay it's kind of just like sunk to Right. Um, to this place but it's uh, I'm just going to read this um, straight from here but the tomb consists of a limestone shelf or burial bed that was hewn from the wall of a cave and since 1555 the burial bed has been covered in marble cladding allegedly to prevent eager pilgrims from removing bits of the original rocks as souvenirs so they've kind of it's almost like they've rediscovered it. So it was first discovered centuries ago. Right. And they believed it to be Jesus' tomb because of the location. It's exactly where the Gospels say it is. But I think mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, basically tried to cover it and keep it hidden to keep people from... from basic... And you can now. I think now it's, again, I could be wrong. My memory might be wrong, but I seem to remember... It's it's basically a pilgrimage site now that you can go to and just kind of have a little look. Uh, yeah. Um, but this is Friedrich Hebert, uh, who is one of the archaeologists, um, who's there continuously, basically. He says, I'm absolutely amazed. My knees are shaking a little bit because I wasn't expecting this. We can't say 100%, but it appears to be visible proof that the location of the tomb has not shifted through time. Something that scientists and historians have wondered for decades. In addition, researchers confirmed the existence of the original limestone cave, um, which encloses the tomb. A window has been cut into the interior wall um, to expose one of the cave walls. Um, so it's kind of like, if you Google it, it's it's kind of hard to describe what it looks like. Um, but it's essentially this big kind of dome tomb in the middle of. I think what they've probably done is built a church around it for people to go and visit.
1: Oh yeah, I'm just looking at a picture of it now.
2: So the big question, I suppose, to finish to finish off is, was this really the tomb of Jesus? How could you, you know, how could we possibly suggest?
1: I don't think it's possible to know. I think that sometimes people want to believe something. Mm. And if that helps them um, give some physicality to their faith, who am I to be like, no, it's not. You can't have it. It doesn't really matter, does it? No,
2: it's not harming anyone. They can be pretty accurate. Obviously, over time, archaeologists learn as time goes on, but I think it's pretty... So whilst it's impossible to say that it was actually Jesus' tomb. Uh, mm. there is evidence to suggest that the that it's, it's a reasonable it's it's very plausible, basically.
1: Yeah. And I think that's as certain as you can be. Very plausible. You I don't think you'd ever be able to say one hundred percent for certain.
2: No, no, of course not. Uh, but I suppose you couldn't really say that about lots of lots of findings, I no. suppose. But um but the earliest accounts of Jesus burial come from the gospels. Um say so Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and whilst there are variations in the details, the accounts consistently describe how Jesus's tomb was built in a rock-cut tomb belonging to Joseph. And archaeologists have followed identified, sorry, more than a thousand tombs in the area around Jerusalem. So it's, it's like I say, it's impossible to know for sure. Mm-hmm. And each tomb was kind of consisted of different burial chambers. So even then, it would be difficult to know whether that. Exact one was the one that Jesus would have been buried in, but it's the closest, the closest you could possibly get to suggesting that that was the exact place that Jesus was buried. But I would, I would heavily recommend go and watch the episode, even if you're not particularly religious, go and check it out. It's it's an interesting documentary. If you've got Disney Plus, then go check it out. If you haven't, just get it off a friend. You know, just use their login or something. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's not long. I think it's I think it's like fifty minutes. Either way, it's below yeah, an hour like a, So go, go check it doc. out. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, and if you're a historian, then it's it's definitely going to be up your street. And that concludes everything. Lovely stuff. I've done exactly the same. As I've done every other time and um, planned some more. But we definitely ran out of time because of all the waffling. Give us.
1: Give just say the names of some
2: we didn't go do. Yeah, so uh, let me just find the ones we were. Um, so you can go check them out in your own time. There's the Epic of Gilgamesh. All right, uh, which is uh, twelve tablets which recount uh, essentially the story of Noah. Mm. Um, mm. The Crucified Man at Givat Hamvitar, which it doesn't really. It's kind of it is a. Biblical find in terms of it, it's it reveals more about Roman crucifixions, but it, it kind of gives some pretty gnarly details as to how a crucifixion actually would have exactly how it would have killed you, um, and mm-hmm. what the Romans did to ensure that you suffered greatly. It wasn't like a, yeah, obviously, no death is a nice death, but it, this was a pretty horrific one. There's uh, Pontius Pilate Street, so. Yeah, a little street kind of constructed <laughs> by <laughs> Pilate. It's the little street. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Siloam Pool, S I S I L O A M Pool, Siloam Pool, which you can find in Gospel of John. It's People go there on pilgrimages all the time. It's it's where um, Jesus healed a blind man. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's considered to be like a sacred area. Uh, I think that's it. Those are the only ones we didn't get to do. We did all the other ones. I'm
1: sure there's, like, many, many more
2: as well. Thousands. Yeah, thousands and thousands. Uh, uh, Yeah. Thanks, Beefy. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. And um, for, uh, yeah, anything else. Thanks for the crude joke (laughs) about Burn That was a good one. It was. It was, I think. I think it was one of your better ones.
1: The more distance from it, the more I question how good it was. I'm happy about it. But listeners... If you thought it was a good one, uh, if you want to get in contact, you can do so at <laughs> wtatupod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us uh, on the website Weird Tales and the unexplainable.com If you go on there, you can find links to anything you need to know. Um, that's it. Can't bother to do longer outros anymore. <laughs>
2: I mean, it was a good one in terms of how funny we found it, but I feel like in a moment yes. I'm going to go and try and explain it to Rachel and she'll oh, go... Oh, yeah, not funny at all. She'll go, oh, right, okay.
1: I'll even, when I come to edit it, I'll be like, what were we, what were we finding so funny here? I won't cut it. Yeah. But, um,
2: yeah. Anyway. Are we, um, yeah, are we wrapped? Yeah. I think we're wrapped, yeah, we're done. We're, we're finished. Time for my beddy. I've been trying to think I was trying to think of a pun until next time what? there isn't uh, anything it's not going to happen mate no there isn't anything I, I just still find mm. it funny that we thought we were going to find one every single episode
1: I can't believe we thought we'll bring them back and since we said we'll bring them back we've had like two I wish we never brought them back I wish we never resurrected them how
3: long ago did we resurrect it?
1: um like a year <laughs> <laughs> Um okay so uh thanks for listening everyone love you lots until next time I wish we never resurrected this pun streak just like Jesus was resurrected from that tomb
2: thanks everyone bye
1: thanks everyone bye bonus shot Um, what's his name's dead, isn't it? Ralph Harris. Talking of dirty bastards, yeah, Ralph Harris. See, <laughs> <Is he> actually, <laughs> yeah, he died yesterday. Yeah, he's dead. Shit, he's didgery dead. Oh mate,
2: <laughs> didgeri dead.
1: <laughs> Literally, like no one gave a fuck. It was like Ralph Harris's day. It was on the news. They might as well have just been like, anyway. There's like Ralph Harris, known sex offender. Ralph Harris dead. Anyway, another news. Like no one gave a fuck. No. <clears throat>
2: That's mad. No. Well, you wouldn't really want them to, would you?
1: He didn't get away with it, did he? He got caught out before he died. Savile, he got like all the fucking bells and whistles when he died and then found out. Ralph Harris and all that shit. Yeah. Get fucking out.
2: <laughs> good eat, mate. It, uh, I think this time last week I was really like, what am I going to do? I'm probably putting too much pressure on myself because I was thinking it's got to be good. It hasn't. Um, <laughs> and then, but actually... I settled on this subject, and um, I'm pleased with it.
1: Okay, good.
2: Um, So I'm happy. Ultimately, I'm happy. It's good. So, uh, yeah, okay. I'm going really weird. I'm doing a tiss. I need to not look at you or something. You're getting all giggly. I am. I'm getting really giggly. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh... That's got to be the most juvenile joke I've ever, ever heard. Oh,
1: yeah, that's good, that is.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus...